0: this is andy webb
1: with lifestyles unlimited and as always we're working on your financial freedom and i thank you for tuning in today Um, we're going to talk real estate and I, i are you ready to buy are you ready to buy some rental real estate i sure am i'm absolutely ready to go and if you're new to the program who the heck are you well my name like i said andy webb a member at lifestyles unlimited about 12 years now And my wife and I both retired from our corporate jobs on residential rental real estate, single family houses specifically. We have a lot of members that skip the houses, go straight to apartments and do the same thing uh, with that avenue. But boy, boy, sold a house, got some capital ready to deploy. You know, we have apartments turning over all the time, more capital coming in ready to deploy. I'm ready to buy. And I'll tell you what, this is a great time to buy. I'm very excited, very excited about the opportunities that I'm seeing out there right now. And I hope you are too. I hope you're too. I'm talking about single family specifically. This is what I've done for a dozen years now, and we're ready to start turning our portfolio, reinvesting, uh, creating more equity in those properties, new properties. And you know when I look back, when I look back about a decade or so ago when I was, let's just say, quote, a young investor, not young in years, but Uh, New as an investor. What were we seeing then when I bought a house boy? We were getting a pretty significant cash flow any anywhere between four and five hundred dollars per house. That's net That's the profit that I was keeping every month Uh, The equity however when we bought and I'll explain a little bit here the equity was not as strong in fact, we looked at a house that I recently sold when I bought that thing my equity at the time after we started the process renovated it did our refinance on that thing it was only five to six thousand dollars not a big number at all so back then we might have been seeing about maybe 20 percent maybe up to 50 percent possibly not always um in equity gain and what that means is let's say let's say i buy a house and it takes me it costs me thirty thousand dollars out of my pocket into that into that investment because it's not a no money down sort of thing um we have we do have uh Cash in these investments typically, typically. Um, so let's say 30,000 out of pocket, well, if my gain was 20 percent, additional equity on top, that's that equity capture that we talk about, uh, my gain would have been6, thousand dollars. If I got all the way up to 50, it would have been 15. So anywhere between 20 and 50 percent back then, thin equity, good strong cash flow. But nowadays, on the equity side, this is what, I, what I'm excited about, 100 percent. gain is not unusual so in that example if I put 30k in I'm getting an additional immediate 30k gain right there and I'm sitting on 60,000 in equity in that property that means that I'm doubling my money at the very start we haven't even talked about holding the property letting letting it appreciate paying down the mortgage as the residents pay that mortgage on my behalf every month right that equity buildup that we see just at the outset 100% gain is not unusual and higher Right now. And this is very good. This is great for building wealth. You're you're effectively accelerating your, your equity position. Back then, if I started out with six K and wanted to get to a doubling, that might take a couple of years. If I'd started out with six K in additional equity. Rather than that, and rather than sitting and waiting while you build your equity through that mortgage paydown down that we, we just mentioned and general market appreciation, you're jumping ahead to an immediate doubling from the outset. And this means that you can you can move faster. You can do a quicker sale to capture that equity or a, a quicker cash-out refinance to then redeploy those funds. You simply get to those options that we talked about on last week's show far faster. By the way, if you missed last week's show, uh, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. That is uh, uh, archived there. Click on the radio tab. You can find the shows from Dell Walmsley, the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, as well as Mike Harrison, Al Gordon. Going back as long as you want to spend the time talking about investing in real estate. So you can move into those options far faster. And boy, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, this really got my juices going today. I had a totally different show planned, (laughs) and I started down a different path because a hot, hot deal, investment opportunity hit my inbox. Great cash flow, cash-on-cash return, north of 15%. I'll talk about that just briefly. But a huge, I mean a huge equity capture, return-on-equity gain. I'll define that. Return-on-equity gain close to 200%. A 100% gain means I've doubled my money, 200%. Even more. And after the show, we're gonna we're gonna do the show, but after the show, I plan to go check this house out. Now, before I do, before I take the time to get in my my truck and drive down there, I'm gonna run through my analysis process first. I have not had, have not had the chance to do this, and make sure that this house is actually worth my time to drive to. Okay, so let's talk about that today, because again, hot hot property hit my inbox. So how do you analyze a house? I'm going to work through some concrete steps, some things you can do, various tools you might use. And if I miss something during the show, maybe you've been doing this for a while and you have your own procedures, whatever it is that you follow. If I miss something, let me know. Send me an email to askandy at luin Again, askandy at lu I'm always learning, always looking to learn, pick up new uh, tips and tricks all the time. And I'm happy to see what you have in your toolbox as well. So Thinking about those couple of metrics I was talking about um, a moment ago, you know, we're, we're 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 buying in order to create cash flow, and we're buying in order to create equity, and you need to understand the lifestyles unlimited model. If you're new to the program, you may not know just what is it that we're buying in terms of houses, and we're buying houses that need work. We're fixing them up, and then we're renting them out, and we're holding them for a period of time, before having some type of equity event. I mentioned this a moment ago. It may be a cash out refi to get to that equity, then redeploy that, or it may be an outright sale. And the more equity I have, the quicker I get to those options. And we're seeing a ton of equity right now, but we are buying houses that need work. And because of that, we're able to get those at a discount. And that's what helps us create that equity at the very outset of the entire process. So we're going to fix it up. We're going to rent it out. We're going to get that cash flow. And if I give you an example, just so you can understand where that equity capture comes from, let's say I buy a house for $100,000. Let's say it's off market, and it needs $50,000 in renovations. The way I buy, and most members at Lifestyles Unlimited, because these houses need work, we use a specific financing tool called hard money. And if you want to learn more about that, go to our website search bar at the bottom, type in hard money. There are a lot of shows around using this awesome tool, this great financing tool, but we're going to buy with hard money, do the renovations, and because we have that hard money short-term bridge financing in place at the back end, when we're fixed up, we're going to do a refinance. So I'm going to have about ten thousand, let's say, in closing costs in this example. Hundred buy, fifty renovations, ten closing. That's one hundred sixty thousand all in. But when I'm done, the house value is at two hundred thousand because I've fixed it up. I've just made forty thousand dollars in equity. Now let's say. I had $20,000 into the property. Now I'm sitting on a total equity buffer of 60k. That's a 200% return right there. Maybe I had 40k into the property. That's a 100% return. I've still doubled my money. Sitting on 80k in equity. That's equity capture. Of course, cash on cash, we're going to rent that house. We're going to pay the mortgage because we do have a mortgage in place. We're going to accrue escrow for the taxes and insurance, pay those eventually. And My net cash net of those fixed expenses. Wait a minute. What about maintenance? I just told you we're buying a house that needs renovations and we're fixing everything we're putting the best product on the market and Because we're addressing that we're effectively pulling that maintenance forward and addressing that through the renovation. So maintenance really goes to zero Okay, so it's really the the gross rent minus the principal and interest taxes and insurance and that's going to give me my net cash flow every month I annualize that and I divide that by my cash out-of-pocket that's going to tell me my cash on cash return. Do the same thing for the return on your equity gain. If I made 40,000, excuse me, if I had 20,000 into the, the property and made 40,000 in equity, divide that 40 by the 20, that's my return on equity gain. And these two these two numbers are important. They should inform uh, part of your investment criteria. So you need to understand how to calculate those. And that's going to be part of your analysis we need to get to those numbers. We need to know what our target is, and then we need to know how to figure out for this particular house, does it make sense? Am I hitting my cash on cash return? Am I hitting my equity capture goals? Okay, that's going to come through the analysis. Now, I'm going to take a step back. We're going to talk about the analysis in a minute, but I see some people out there, typically, those are the Type A personalities. I'm a Type B. I'm, I'm not, I'm not in that crowd. But the Type A's, they're chomping at the bit. Let's go. You go out and you buy that house before you've done a few things that you really should do first. So let's talk about a few things that I hope you've already done right before you get under contract. Uh, hopefully, you've used those metrics that we just talked about, as well as a few others, to actually determine what is my investing criteria. I'm not out there buying everything in sight. I need to know what it is I'm targeting. And then I hope you've talked to a lender. Both a conventional lender that's going to put you into that long-term financing as well as a hard money lender. You need to be pre-approved. This is absolutely something you need to do ahead of time. So that you know just what can I buy. In fact a hard money lender is going to want to know before they lend to you that you can get out of their hard money loan. They're not in the business of sitting in a loan for 30 years. That's what the conventional lender is going to do for you. So you want to get pre-approved from both. Know what is your your financial firepower. And then please, please, please build your team before you get that contract. I see it way too often in the broader social media world on the various forums where I go to check out real estate investment opportunity. Somebody puts a post out there. Help! Help! I'm under contract on this house. I need a GC, a general contractor. I need a fill-in-the-blank lender. Or help, even worse. Help, I just closed. I just closed on a house. I need a contractor to do the flooring, to do this, to do that. You're already behind the, the eight ball now. You really have to do these things ahead of time. Figure out your financial firepower and have that team ready to go. If, if, if you listen to any of our shows talking about hard money, you'll know that these are high interest loans. I, 12, 14% right now where interest rates are sitting so I want to be in and out as quickly as I can. And if I don't have my team together, well, it's going to take me time to build that, get those estimates, make sure I have the right people going out to work on this house for me. Do that ahead of time. And the last thing i tell you to do ahead of time is just generally get your education underway as far as buying, renovating. What comes next? You've renovated the house, leasing the house, finding those great residents, managing that rental property eventually selling get educated throughout all steps in the process so that you Really are informed and know that you're making a good decision that you are hitting those those goals And that's something where lifestyles unlimited can help you, you Again, go to LifestylesUnlimited.com. There's a, a button there for our free workshop. You can register for that and Learn learn more Okay Let's move into the analysis. So I've got this lead this hot lead. I'm not gonna give you the address um, Not yet. We may talk about it on a later show, but what am I going to do? let's just say it's one two three main street now first question just where did you get this lead now lead sources lead sources for these properties they're they're varied and they're gonna come with uh, pretty disparate uh, levels of information you may be getting this this actually was a lead from lifestyles unlimited from the realty team okay you may be getting a lead from other realtors out there in the market Wholesalers, other investors, friends and family, other referrals. Well, how do you work through those? Because they do vary. Hey quick break, we'll start that up on the on the back end.
0: Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Stop waiting, stop sitting around, stop procrastinating. This is your time, make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's gonna crash. It's gonna be better next year. I've got to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me and tell me, you know I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? (laughs) I go, and you're not rich yet? (laughs) Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. (laughs) Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. So lead hits your inbox on on a single family rental house or a potential single family rental. What do you do? Well, you start to to, to analyze the, the 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 opportunity. Now, the leads, as we were just saying ahead of the break, can can come from a variety of sources. And over the years, I've bought things off the MLS that uh, non Lifestyles Realty uh, realtors have brought to me. I've bought a lot of stuff from the Lifestyles Unlimited Realty team, uh, wholesalers. I've just word of mouth. My mother-in-law brought us a house. My had a had a had a former resident bring me a house. So the the sources are going to be pretty. Pretty varied, and with that, the the level and let's say the the format of the information that you get will will vary considerably as well. And you may have to you may have to do a little more digging. Say when you get that lead from your from your mother-in-law or your former resident, than say from the Lifestyles Unlimited Realty team. Again, the hot lead that I'm looking at came from the Lifestyles Realty uh, team. This is here in my area. I like this because it's very much packaged. They use a they use a tool called Quest. Um, it's an analysis tool, and it's also a tool that lets them and you, you can you can subscribe to this and use this tool as well, uh, lets you dive into the local market, see what the sold comps and the rental comps are. But it's always packaged the same for me, so I can very quickly read what I need to see, sales price or purchase price, uh, market value, Estimated rehab and again, this is an estimate on their part. Maybe they've had a, a GC out there already. Maybe maybe not It's part of your analysis, right? What's the property tax burden going to be? What, what's the insurance look like? What are the rents? There are a few other metrics that go in there, but those are really the big ticket things I need to understand no matter which model I'm plugging it in if I'm using quest or I tend to do my analysis in just in a spreadsheet that I have used for, for, for a decade now doesn't matter what that format is you just need to get to that that critical critical data and for me when the, when the the lead is lifestyles realty BAM it's all there now, I bought a lot from wholesalers over the year every wholesaler presents their um, house opportunity a different way so you have to figure out all right is this a good one can I trust their numbers or not I say trust <laughs> but verify every single time maybe don't even trust exactly depends on the wholesaler how well you well you know them but i'm going to take what i'm given no matter what the source is and run through the same process every time that's why it's a process right you put it together you can follow it step by step and make sure you're not missing any key information and i always start with just what i'll what i'll call an upper level analysis this is not getting too much into any sort of numbers at this point but just some big picture data like simple simple geography is this house, 123 Main Street, is this in an area that I want to buy, where I want to buy? If it's a new area to me, what do I need to learn? You know, is the population growing or shrinking? We've bought a number of houses in um, tertiary markets. You know, Dallas-Fort Worth proper, that's a primary market, big market. Lots of little cities in between, but but one big market in, in essence. Uh, lots of sub-markets, but... Um, when you go out, let's say, to Mineral Wells, Hazel, you know, it's west of Fort Worth, or head out to Greenville, east of town, Tyler, perhaps, you know, you start to get into smaller markets. Well, what's that look like? Is the population growing, shrinking? What's the local economy? What's it driven by? What's it look like? You know, if you were buying in Sherman or Denison years ago, sometimes you have big surprises, like Texas Instruments going to open up a giant chip plant. Bam. That changes the market, doesn't it? But what's that local economy look like do my contractors that I currently work with do they go there big big question to ask and if not am i ready to quickly assemble a new team so simple geog- geography and you may want to revisit your geographical geographical criteria from time to time because the markets do change years ago when i started there was a phrase here in dallas that people would say they'd say if you see the wheel don't do the deal well, the wheel is the Ferris wheel down there in Fair Park. It's an par- older part of Dallas. It was a little bit rougher. But that has started to gentrify. That has started to change. So maybe that's a new sub-market to look at. Do your own due diligence. I have not personally invested there, so I can't comment in detail. But just an example of how the markets do shift. And you may shift out of state. Right? I mentioned on last week's show a member from Dallas that's buying in Tennessee. Well, you learn about that. That market and then you get a little more granular and dive into that municipality like I mentioned DFW is a big Concrete jungle, but we've got Richland Hills Kind of close to Fort Worth. We've got Mesquite on the other side of Dallas Farmers Branch hot market north of Dallas DeSoto Cedar Hill Duncanville Red Oak south of Dallas These are all a little bit different and you need to find out about that city Or that town are they easy? really hard to work with. Do this up front by the way. Unless that lead is in a totally new area and is so hot, it's worth it. That spread is there, those numbers are there at least at the uh, outset. Try to get this done ahead of time so you don't have to check this part of the box. I know about the, the cities I just mentioned, I can tell you all day long about the municipal requirements, what it is like working with those cities. I've had conversations with the code enforcement and this is what you should do call the city what are your expectations for me as a rental owner other things you're gonna look at uh, from a geographical point of view uh, I I would go out and look at the police departments uh, crime stats or they often have a heat map is this high crime or low crime right how do you feel about that DPS at least here in Texas uh, Department of Public Safety publishes a sex offender list Well, I'd probably want to know if there's someone living right next to this house if I plan to rent to a family, right? Tap into your network. Tap into your... I recently got a lead on a house that's in a tertiary market where I've never invested, but I know somebody that does. And I ask the question, how's this market? Here's the street. How's this part of town? Got the feedback. That goes back to having a good network, by the way. So this is just upper level stuff. And this you should be able to figure out very, very quickly. I'd go to use a lot of digital tools to assist. Go to Google Maps or some map app and uh, put in the address. You should very quickly see is this the part of town that I'm targeting or not. If you're not sure, drop the little guy that walks around into the Google app map and uh, start cruising around the streets. My little seven-year-old, he loves to sit there with me when we do this. <laughs> you know, does every house have bars on the windows? Does that tell me something? Does every house have a converted garage but my target house? Ah, there may be some opportunity there to add some square footage. Last place I like to go, county appraisal district. Right, There's a lot of levels of detail here as well dallas county provides a ton of information on the just the structure itself they'll they'll tell you how many beds they'll tell you how many full baths how many half baths they'll tell you what type of shingle on the house what type of roof is it crawl space or not one big caution one big caveat to you is when you are looking at the county appraisal districts and i've run into this a lot over the years the square footage that they show for that property the living square footage that's what we need to know for our market analysis Is very very often incorrect Ultimately you need to get eyes on it. See if it makes sense or get somebody that can tell you. Yeah No, this is not 2,000 square feet. This is 1,500. That's a big big difference, but I think the key thing that you can do is Run those rental comps those comparables what has leased in the the recent past and run those market sales comps comparables to see what has sold because we need to dial in that market value and we need to dial in those rents because those are the two drivers of my equity capture that we talked about and my cash flow. I need to have those pretty darn close to reality. Where can you get the comps? Well, I mentioned quest already. Um, if you don't have a subscription to that type of service, talk with your favorite realtor. Maybe they can help you. Um, maybe you have access to the MLS, right? Wholesaler provides you with comps. I like to look at them but i tend not to use them recent example house if you're familiar with fort worth i-20 interstate 20 goes through the southern part this particular property sat right on i-20 well that's already a, a big negative the comps this gentleman was using were on the north side of i-20 totally different subdivision not abutting the freeway and i know an appraiser is never going to go there to find those market comps and it made a hundred thousand dollar difference looking in that immediate submarket where that house sat. So be very careful because whether malicious or they just don't know any better, wholesalers will sometimes cherry-pick these comparable sales for your <laughs> market value. Uh, so be very careful. But we're going to use those comps, comparables, to figure out our market value. That's going to drive our hard money loan amount, that's going to drive our out-of-pocket, that's going to drive our equity capture. And we're going to figure out the the rents based on the comps. That's going to also inform how do I need to fix up this house to get it to that market value, to get those rents. And those are going to drive your returns. Going back to investing criteria, cash on cash, right? Annual cash flow, net cash flow divided by my cash out-of-pocket equity gains right my equity capture divided by my cash out of pocket do they meet my criteria if yes well you should have an easy decision now is this property worth my time does it make sense to go take a closer look yeah you should take a closer look or have somebody do that on your behalf because so far there's a big number in there that we've kind of danced around but haven't 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 dived into yet and that's the rehab and typically we haven't seen the property we're gonna work with some sort of plug for the renovations right it varies by market you're probably going to have some per square foot number for the basic cosmetic renovations 25 a square foot 40 depends on your market you're probably going to have a plug for the big five that's going to be your foundation repair if you have to do it that's going to be your plumbing if it's a big 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 repipe, your roof any electrical older houses may need to be rewired and your hvac so what do those numbers look like? And, and, and every market's going to have a different a different value for those. You need to do that homework up front. But you're going to plug a general rehab number when you're doing your initial upper level analysis. And if at that point everything looks good, well, now you need to get eyes on the property. Okay. Notice I did not say go to the property. Now, if it's in my area, I like to do that. If it's in Tennessee, how am I going to do that? Maybe you just don't have the time because you work a full-time job that may be sending out your your realtor If they're able to make that kind of an analysis for you on the renovations or even better get that GC that general contractor out there Figure out that scope of work and then you're gonna plug that into your model Now going back to the analysis that that everything we've talked about today You do a little bit of homework up front on on the various markets that you're targeting. So you have that done again municipal requirements on rentals and that sort of thing um do that up front, but the whole process shouldn't take 15 minutes, maybe 20, right? If the if the lead is Aunt Bessie, maybe you need to do a little bit more digging to get to a little bit more information on her neighbor's property that they're looking to sell because they just got moved into an um, assisted living home. I see a lot of that right now. So you may need to, may take a little bit longer, but it's an off-market lead. It's probably a little less on fire. Right, But if that leads coming from Lifestyles Realty, if that leads coming from a wholesale, if that lead is on the MLS, it's on market, boy, you got to move fast. You got to move fast. 15, 20 minutes. Looks good. Get out there. Get eyes on the property. Plug the number for the rehab into everything else you've built. Right? We talked about market value. We talked about purchase price, rents, property taxes. That's the conversation for another day. Insurance stress test it if you need to what if that market value comes in a little bit lower or a little bit higher what if the rents come in a little bit lower or a little bit higher right the good news is with these huge equity buffers that we're seeing right now an example that a uh, house i'm going to go look at there's so much equity in there even if i have a little boo-boo a little mistake it's going to that going to absorb even a repipe right so it comes down to the Investment opportunity opportunity that you're reviewing. Compare that to the, the houses we were buying a decade decade ago. Six thousand, ten thousand in equity capture is not a huge buffer, right? To remedy an oversight in renovations. Now, how long will this equity market last? Right? You, you get this skill set going so you're ready to analyze. Get it going quickly because you know going back to the start of the show, there are huge equity gains in the market right now. How long How long is that going to last? I don't no i really don't know what i do know is that you need to get started now before 12 months from now 18 months from now six months from now you look back and the market has shifted again get started now work on the education get those pre-approvals from those lenders build your team learn about those geographical areas that you're going to target set your investing criteria and learn to analyze a property so that you can make a decision very, very quickly without analysis, paralysis, type Bs. I'm one of you. So you can move quickly and start to build that cash flow. Start to build that wealth. Take action now. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. I mentioned our free workshop. Register there and get started. And thank you for listening. Remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. You have a good day.